0: Welcome back to the Jim Leach Show, live and local here on WMAY. Hopefully you got the chance to see the extended investigative piece on WCIA Channel 3 last night, looking at this rip between Blue Cross, Blue Shield, and Springfield Clinic, but delving into a lot more beyond that in uh, in things that are really having a dramatic impact on people all across uh, our community and across Central Illinois getting the care that they need. Mark Maxwell, of WCIA Channel 3 uh, driving force behind that and is here with us live this afternoon. Mark, thank you for taking the time. I know it's a busy day for you, but we appreciate it. Jim, thanks for having me. Well, we, of course, have reported on this split between Blue Cross Blue Shield and Springfield Clinic. Uh, You went a lot further than this. What led to this deeper dive and this expanded uh, half hour investigative piece that aired?
1: Well, when most people saw this happen, the signs that started in the fall of last year, the letters that came out from both sides warning patients, hey, if this happens and this contract dispute isn't resolved, you might have to pay more for out-of-network expenses. And I think everybody kind of assumed, oh, it won't get to that. It won't go that long. And if they do, and when the split happened in November and all of a sudden it's like, well, okay, both sides are just bluffing and one of them will come to the table. And the longer this went on, the trickle turned into a flood of stories of people who were saying, my bills are huge. I mean, these are cancer patients in some instances who were covered for chemo treatments. Then all of a sudden the split happened. now they're supposed to be promised this protection of continuity of care. They're getting life-saving treatment, and now they're getting stuck, not even with the discounted rate that their doctors used to have when they were in, but the, the full amount. Is they're, they're having to pick up these bills for 20 30 40,000 dollars in some cases pregnant mothers caught up in the same issue. So when we heard those stories we started looking and what we found was a number of protections that are really enshrined in state law to protect patients during one-off issues like this like if one doctor leaves a network but in this case it was the whole clinic of 650 providers and it's it, it, you know we always talk about the ripple effect reaching everyone this was like dropping a rock in the middle of lake spring a boulder
0: in Lake Springfield, it's hitting everyone. You know, and uh, I I wanna come back to uh, the the laws that that govern this and the processes that are supposed to be in place to protect consumers here. I I wanna start with what you referenced as continuity of care. Uh, Explain what that specifically refers to and how it's not being fulfilled in this situation.
1: Right. So a lot of patients that enjoy good health, you know, they might not be under the constant treatment of a doctor. And so they might not need that promise, right, because they're just going in for an annual checkup or something. But a person who is experiencing cancer, they're about to deliver a baby. I mean, these are time-sensitive issues that have to be constantly uh, overseen by an attending physician, maybe a specialist. So the law recognizes that, and it says, hey, if some business issue comes up that puts two sides at odds, we don't want the patient to suffer. So we're going to make sure that in the law that that patient's insurance benefits, meaning how much they have to pay for their coverage, is not diminished. You can't kick them off their benefit. You've got to make sure they can keep seeing their doctor. you got to make sure their benefits are still going to cover all their care. And we're hearing all kinds of stories from pregnant moms who are saying, I was, I was due, say, like in the, you know early January and my insurance was going to run out at the end of December and I was going to be left delivering a baby with no insurance coverage, essentially. It was crazy. I mean, and so these are the kinds of stories that got us to look into that.
0: And what was wild about this and what your report found is that even when people were were trying to find an in-network physician, even when they were able to say, okay, I guess I'll just get a different doctor, they weren't really able to find one because either the other doctors in town have been so swamped trying to pick up the the slack from the severance of the ties with the Blue Cross Blue Shield of Springfield Clinic, or in some cases, Blue Cross Blue Shield is saying, okay, here's our in-network doctors, and those doctors didn't actually exist.
1: Right, and I want to be clear. There are a lot of really good hospital groups in our area, especially in Springfield, and many of the mothers and patients that we spoke to, they were clear to us, hey, we don't mean to throw them under the bus here. We know it's not their fault. But when this disruption happened, all of our favorite doctors were no longer covered. Everybody was scrambling. And you're right, it just created this flood in the waiting room where there was long lines. There were maybe, you know, there was a doctor who could have taken a few new patients back in, you know, August, but now the, the demand is so high, there's just more patients than there are doctors. And that's because those doctors at Springfield Clinic aren't available in network. So until this gets resolved, I mean, something has to give.
0: And uh, the the continuity of care, as you noted, says that somebody should be able to stay with their doctor when they're in a situation where they are in in the midst of an ongoing uh, regimen of care. Uh, but what you found is that people were either one, uh, you know, being told, OK, we'll, we'll cover this, but not getting anything official on that. Or they're left to just kind of say, well, I guess I'll just take the chances and hope I don't go bankrupt. Do you have a sense as to how many people found themselves in that boat?
1: It's a little unclear. Like we we look closely at the pregnant mothers, for example, because the obstetricians that's a that's a time sensitive issue, as is one mother put it. You can't really press pause on a pregnancy, and so we wanted to get a better understanding of how that issue was affecting it. There's a lot of obstetricians at Springfield Clinic, and we were we were looking into that. And it, it's unclear. A lot of times, those bills don't arrive until after postpartum, after it's all said and done. You get your global bill, they call it. This is all the care you received over the last ten months or so. And so they're, they're, they're watching these other stories about cancer patients, and they're saying, wait a minute, is that going to happen to me? Blue Cross Blue Shield tells us if someone was granted continuity of care verbally, in writing, we, we know we're going to make sure that they're not overcharged. But at the same time, our, our report spells out that we've, we've obtained documents that show there were several different procedures where Blue Cross is systematically passing a much higher in, uh, bill onto these patients, even in cases where, you know, one had coverage before then after they're passing this foot. It seems like Blue Cross is really throwing down a gauntlet here and saying if you choose to walk into a Springfield Clinic doctor and say you want to keep that doctor because you like them very much, you're going to pay not just the, the, your copay or your deductible. You're going to pay the full cost of all that, almost as if you didn't have the insurance coverage at all.
0: Talking with Mark Maxwell of WCIA Channel 3, their Target 3 investigation of this mess with Blue Cross Blue Shield after uh, they uh, uh, separated ties with Springfield Clinic and said Springfield Clinic essentially now all out of network. Uh, Mark, you, you talked to Blue Cross Blue Shield, or at least attempted to. What are they saying about these issues, about the discrepancies in their network listings and doctors who are not available or aren't even in this area, and and people who are paying for insurance but then can't find a doctor to actually provide care to them. What's the uh, what's Blue Cross Blue Shield's response to this?
1: Right. They're being pretty careful. They're not opening up to a, you know, an interview. Like I imagine they won't just get on the phone with you and answer a bunch of pointed questions. They want to send careful, crafted emails. So, for example, we we asked them for a breakdown. How many specialists for each of these specific specialties do you have in the area within 30 or 60 miles of Springfield? And they wouldn't answer that. They just said, well, we have 3,000 providers overall. Well, that's interesting. Why are they being vague on that? We drilled down. So then we went through their list of their directory. Uh, Say they they, they advertise 59 obstetricians. Well, and that's an interesting number because the law says you have to have at least 22 obstetricians available to see someone within 10 days if you have 55,000 patients. That's the law. They've got to have 22. They're advertising 59. We called through that whole list. We could only find 12 that said we'll see patients at some time. Maybe you wait two months, three months, six months in some cases to see somebody. But how many of those obstetricians, those 12 that were seeing patients, could get you in in the first two weeks? None of them. Not one. And if you add Springfield Clinic back in, they, they would more than satisfy the legal limit because they have 37 obstetricians just waiting there to see patients. But they're, they've severed them from this group. So some of these examples are, are easily explained, like a retired doctor just forgot to update their information in the directory. And uh, Blue Cross kind of like casually just blamed them, like, well, they didn't update it, and so how could we know? But the law actually does say the insurance provider has to update their directory with accurate information every 30 days. The law says that. Right now, they're not doing that. There were a few more bizarre examples. There was a Dr. Eric Brown listed at 2501 Chatham Road. A lot of you know where that's at. We called, and it was curious because our phone call got directed to some business in Michigan. And we're like, what's this? So we went to check it out. We went to the first floor. There's no sign of a Dr. Brown anywhere. We went to the the suite number where his office is supposed to exist. It's some other, like, it's like registered agent or something is on the door, and there's, like, no sign of anybody inside. We knocked. There was some, like, random office equipment scattered around. Clearly no sign of Dr. Brown. Finally, we found a number for him. We called that number for his office where he's practicing as an obstetrician in Atlanta, Georgia, and his receptionist tells us, yeah, he's worked here his whole life. And we're thinking, how in the world is this guy – on this list. And so far, we don't really have an answer from Blue Cross.
0: Uh, We do have an Illinois Department of Insurance, and this seems like it would fall right into their wheelhouse to deal with some of these issues and make sure these laws designed for patient protection are being enforced. Where are they in all of this?
1: That's a really good question, and we asked that question to House Majority Leader Greg Harris, who, uh, of course, has pre-existing conditions and wrote a lot of these laws that exist. And, And there's nothing more frustrating for lawmakers who pour their heart and soul into a complicated issue. They hammer out a compromise. They pass a bill that puts real enforcement power in it, and it sits on a shelf and collects dust. Unless a regulator, a state agency, the Department of Insurance in this case, applies the pressure of the law, and and pursues the the justice or the fair outcome, the consumer fairness enshrined in that law, then the regulated, or Blue Cross in this instance, has very little reason to do it. I'll give you an example. This gets a little wonky. But every time a state agency has a new law passed down onto it, it's incumbent on that state agency, if they wish, to to write rules, to basically send a signal to the insurance company in this case, hey, here's how we're going to, this is the real life application of how this law is going to regulate your industry. Here's what it's going to look like. We're going to write rules and you're going to have to follow them. The agency didn't even write rules in this case. They have just basically let this sit here. They could get more aggressive, but the Department of Insurance, when we started asking questions and filed a flurry of Freedom of Information Act requests, all of a sudden they said, oh, you know what? We know this happened about 100 days ago, uh, but we'd like to see that network that you're selling to your employers in the Springfield area, Blue Cross. Why don't you go ahead and send us your list? Uh, Blue Cross is still saying this Massive disruption hasn't really constituted a material change in their network. That's a legal term in the the law there, a material change. Blue Cross denies that this action constituted a material change. The Department of Insurance has, I guess reluctantly up to this point, they've now agreed with our reporting and said, yeah, this looks like a material change to us. So they're inching in the direction of applying a little bit more regulatory pressure on Blue Cross. But they're the biggest insurer in the state, and I think there might be some reluctance to really – go after
0: them here wow uh cannot wait to see the uh the follow-ups on all of this mark one last question is there any indication that blue cross blue shield and springfield clinic are inching anywhere closer to resolving their differences and getting springfield clinics doctors back in network for the benefit of those thousands of impacted patients
1: not unless something changes i think it, and, and there's ways that that can happen for example uh we talk about state agencies a lot in Springfield, right? Many of them can come off as a paper tiger; they don't have a lot of weight. The Department of Insurance carries a ton of weight. The, the state and federal government heavily regulate insurance, and the Department of Insurance actually regulates, uh, wields the power basically of state and federal government. When they come, there is no federal version of them; they are the state regulator. And when they come to town and they say, "Hey, open your books," or maybe we want to start investigating. Uh, there's a a number of layers, as I understand it, where you can escalate an investigation. If you get to a certain threshold in an investigation process, all of a sudden, that can get really expensive and really tedious for a health insurance company. Blue Cross doesn't want to get to that point. If the Department of Insurance escalates it there, that might be the the point where we could see this thing change. And by the way, uh, as I understand it, the law does create avenues for requirements, really, for health insurance companies that have wrongfully disrupted content, uh, con- c- continuity of care, if a patient got stuck with a $40,000 bill that they should have had covered, there's a real path to reimbursing that that patient. That's what we're focused on because we think this is a consumer issue. A lot of patients got stuck with some surprises here, and, and if there's some way for them to be made whole, that that's why – we're digging in so hard on this
0: it's an important piece of investigative journalism mark maxwell people who may have missed it uh, on the air where can they go to see it now and how can they reach out if people have pertinent information or other avenues of inquiry for you to look into
1: yeah well jimmy want to give them my cell I, they can email me it's mmaxwell at wcia.com uh, up online wcia.com has a target 3 tab and it's on our uh, twitter page uh, at mark maxwell tv you can find Uh, A few video clips or the whole story. Yeah, it's a half an hour long, but uh, we broke it up into chunks. And, look, I'll just leave you with this, Jim. A lot of stories we cover, we dig in, we we hope people care, and sometimes they just don't. Big investigative pieces often just sort of the, the tree that falls in the forest and nobody heard it. In this case, the reaction is intense and it's personal. People care about their access to health care, and it's being disrupted right now.
0: Uh, every one of us knows somebody who has been dramatically and personally impacted by this. This story isn't going away. Mark Maxwell, WCIA Channel 3.